I've heard of your miracles. I've heard what you've done for others. If you've done that for others, you can do it for me if you want to. If you are willing. And what did Jesus do? How did he respond? Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man and said, I am willing. I am willing. He was willing then, and I want you to know he's willing now. The songwriter wrote these words. There is no secret what God can do. What he's done for others, he will do for you. This is Jerry G. Martin. Welcome to our broadcast. I don't know what you're going through. Listen to today's message and find out that God is willing to do it for you. We met Peter's mother-in-law who was in the bed with a high fever. Jesus came in and rebuked that fever and she got up immediately. But now we have another man and in the scriptures so often we, we just get the story that this is a man but this man had a name. We don't know how he ended up with leprosy. We're not told how he discovered, but let's imagine that this man was at work one day and he went home and he told his wife, he said, I I got a little sore on the palm of my hand and it was bothering me while I was working out in the field. Do we have any more of that ointment left? Let's put this on here and see what happened, wrap it up and and it probably is going to be better tomorrow. His wife bandaged his hand up and But when he got up the next morning and looked at his hand, it got worse. What is going on with my my hand? You ever had a little something that you thought it was going to be all right, but it got worse? His wife took a look at it and said, I don't know, that don't look too good. And he said, I'm looking at it. She said, I think you're going to have to go to the priest and let him take a look at this. He went to the priest and the priest looked at it and the priest says, okay, well, I'm not sure what that is, but we're going to have to put you in isolation for 14 days. That's what the law say. So when he was in that isolation and was brought back out, the priest looked at it. And the priest said, it don't look good. It might be leprosy and it's spreading. In fact, I'm going to go and declare right now, you are a leper. See, some of you are old enough to remember the mid-80s when AIDS first hit. You looking back on it now, say, yeah, that was all right. But I remember when you found out somebody had AIDS, you moved another seat over. You just moved another seat over. If you knew somebody on your row at church had AIDS, you moved over. You didn't shake their hands. Y'all looking at me, yeah, we didn't. No, you didn't. Because they were dying like flies. And it was incurable. Some funeral homes didn't even want to deal with the people that died with AIDS because they didn't know how it spread it at the time. And there was no cure. That was like leprosy. We're not going to fool with you. And some of us are dealing with things in our lives nobody want to fool with us. It's not a physical leprosy. We've been called out in our families and they don't want to fool with us anymore. Maybe we burned some bridges. And our relationships and our family members don't want to fool with us. Our co-workers don't want to fool with us. Everybody knows that there is an issue with you except you. 
and you're just wondering why uh, people start moving when I come in the room and everybody get up and move out. But there's an issue. But this man, heartbroken when he got the news that he was a, now a leper. He was a family man with the family and children. He was a farmer, but now he's a leper. He was a, he was a good man. He was a, uh, he had another description for himself, but everything in his life changed and now he's only a leper. So the priest tells him that and he says, well, let me go and, and I know I got to be put out of my home. I know I got to be put out of my community, but let me go hug my wife and kids one more time before I go. He said, no, you can't do that. You're a leper. And your leprosy life starts now. The only thing your wife may be able to do is bring you something to eat and she can't hand it to you. She's going to have to put it down and move out the way and then you're going to have to come and get it and go on with the other lepers with whom you are now living. We don't know how long this man had been a leper, but for a leper, one day was too long. We don't know anything about this man except that Jesus came to town and this man saw him. Our texts tell us that when he saw Jesus, come on, say, when he saw Jesus. Jesus. You can just stop there for a minute. This This man's eyes were open and he saw Jesus. We don't know what he heard about Jesus in the past, but I'm suspicious that somebody might have told him or he overheard somebody talking about Jesus and saying everywhere he go, he touched people and he healed people. He couldn't be close enough to the crowd, but he overheard and he knew a little something. But the Bible says when he saw Jesus, see, there are people looking at Jesus now, but they still don't see him. Yeah, they looked at him hanging on the cross. They looked at him in church when the pastor and the preacher talked about him, but their eyes aren't open enough for them to see who he really is. They don't see that he's the son of God. They don't see that he's the savior. They don't see that he's the healer. They don't see that he's the deliverer enough to even engage with them. They heard about him, but they never saw him. But this man saw Jesus. He saw Jesus for who he is. Let's, let's look at what it said. He fell on, on his face on the ground and begged him, Jesus, I'm calling on you right now. He's desperate. This man not only needed to be changed, but he wanted to be changed. There's a difference from needing a change and wanting to be changed. There are folks that know they need to be changed, but they're not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. I don't. Give me one more night with the frogs. That's what Pharaoh said. When Moses came and the frogs were in the palace and, and Moses says, what do you want me to do? He said, well, just get rid of these frogs tomorrow. Moses said, look like you want one more night. And there are people in their lives, they want one more night of of doing what they're doing, one more night of hanging out where they're hanging out at, one more night of of a life of sin. And I'll come to Jesus tomorrow. I'll ask him tomorrow. But this man said, "I, I don't need another night. Lepers were required, as we said, to keep their distance. But he was so determined, he broke the law and approached Jesus. He approached him personally. 
Luke make it clear that Jesus was a friend of the outcasts and they could come to him for help. This man humbled himself, fell down on his face and cried for mercy. See, when we come into the presence of the Lord Jesus, we can't help but bow down and worship him. He is the Lord God Almighty. This man had never met Jesus, nor has he been introduced to him, but he was, look at what he called him. He called him Lord. He said, Lord. See, you got to know something to call him Lord. He said, Lord, if you are willing, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Now, that may not mean much to you when you hear that, but this man has already settled in his mind that Jesus was able. He didn't say, if you're willing, would you try to see if you can help me? He said, you can make me clean. You have the power to make me clean. You have the authority to make me clean. I can be clean right now, but I just want to know if you're willing. I know you can. Come on, do you know whether you can or not? See, there are folks still wondering whether the Lord can help them. But this man says it's not, it's not a matter of if you can do it. It's a matter of if you're willing to do it. I said, that's like asking Mattress Mac if you're willing to sell me a mattress. That's like asking the car dealer if you're willing to sell me a car. Yes, I'm willing. Jesus, you're able. This sick, diseased, isolated man was, was wasting away and there was only one thing standing in his way. And that was the willingness of Jesus to do the job. That's the willingness. Are you willing? Lord, if you are willing. Come on, somebody say, Lord, if you're willing. What's going on in your life that you need the Lord to touch you for? This man had faith in the ability of Jesus Christ to change his life. Lord, if you are willing. This man was saying, I don't know what you think about me. I don't know what you think about lepers. I don't know what you think about my condition. I don't know how you respond to people in my shape. I don't know if you're afraid to be in my company, but if you are willing, you can make me clean. He said, you can do it. He said, you have the power. I've heard of your miracles. I've heard what you've done for others. If you've done that for others, you can do it for me if you want to. If you are willing and what did Jesus do? How did he respond? Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man and said, I am willing. I am willing. He was willing then, and I want you to know he's willing now. 
I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what's going on in your life. I don't know what your past has been like. And you've been uh, diminished by the words of the enemy. The devil keep telling you that the Lord ain't going to help you. He keep telling you you're not going to get out of this situation you're in. He keep telling you you're going to be dealing with this for the rest of your life. All you have to say to Jesus, Lord, if you are willing. Now notice this man then asked him to heal him. He said, make me clean. Because I've been walking around saying, unclean, unclean, unclean. When you come in my pathway, I'm unclean. Now, I ain't glad to tell you that, but I have to tell you that. I'm unclean. Move out the way. You don't want to be by me. I'm unclean. So what do I need? I need to be clean. I want to be clean. I want to be clean. I want to be whole again. I want to I connect again with people. I want to connect with my family. Lord, make me clean. The Bible said, Jesus said, I'm willing. And he just said two words. Be clean. And immediately, somebody say immediately. immediately. The leprosy left him. It was obvious because this was something that was so obvious on the outside of a condition of a person. He was, his skin was scaly, he was pussed and he was white and, and his fingers were turning dark. But immediately the leprosy left him and his skin cleared up and he was made whole. But I'm wondering if the Lord was here and he could see on the inside of us What is it that we need to be made clean from? What if he was here and he was calling us out? He said, I know you never say this, but you need to be clean from anger. You need to be clean from sexual immorality. You need to be clean from your lust. You need to be clean from your bitterness. You need to be clean from that hurt and that pain, that unforgiveness that you had. You need to be clean. You need to be clean. You're unclean. You're unclean, you're unclean, you're unclean, you're unclean, you're unclean. You need to be clean. This man was clean from the outside. You need to be clean from the inside. See, nobody can see that but you. And the Lord say, and me. I can see that. Oh, you look good while you're sitting up in there. You look good while you're sitting up in the church. You dressed up. You look good from the outside. This man was good on the inside, but he was messed up on the outside. You, you look good on the outside, but you messed up on the inside. You just need to just go on break down and say, Lord, if you're willing, you can make me clean. I'm still hurting and I can't get over my hurt. I can't get over what they did to me. You don't know what they did to me. The Lord says, it's uncleanness. It's not bad. You didn't, you didn't do it to yourself, but you need to get that cleaned up. I want you to notice how the Lord healed him. He put forth his hand and touched this man that was afflicted with leprosy. Now, you're not supposed to touch a leper. That was against the law. Then you become unclean. If you touched him, you're unclean. But the Lord says, I'm, I'm Mr. Clean. Everything I touch turns clean. And it doesn't affect me. I'm Mr. Clean. I'm the, I'm the cleansing flow. What's in me cleanse. Whenever I touch it, it turns clean. Whenever I touch it, it heals. Can you imagine what it must have meant to have him be touched by the hand of Christ Jesus? The Lord says in this passage, I'm approachable. 
even by people who are rejected by others. It doesn't matter what's happened in your life. It doesn't matter what others say about you or how you feel. Sometimes our own parents have put us in a spot from our childhood telling us we're never going to be anything. We're never going to make anything. We're never going to be anything. And nothing's going to ever happen in our lives. And we've carried that with us even to our adulthood. That needs to be touched and cleansed out of our lives. There are things that's in our lives that have kept us from soaring to the heights that the Lord wants us to soar to. We've never told anybody. Somebody abused you when you was a child and you just haven't gotten over it yet. The Lord said, I can clean that up. Has the Lord touched your life and cleaned out everything that's those things that are still in the closet, those skeletons, those places that we don't want anybody to look in? The Lord says, I am here and I can clean that out for you. There are so many lives that need to be touched by the Lord Jesus Christ and If you are his, you just have to ask him, like this man, Lord, make me clean. This is for all of us. All of us got some kind of issue. If we don't think we have an issue, that's the issue. If we think, no, I don't have no issue, that's the issue. I got shoes, you got shoes, all of God's children got issues. But the Lord says, I am here to make you clean. This passage ends in verse 14. Then Jesus ordered him. He said, don't go tell anyone, but go show yourself to the priests. He said, that same one that said you got leprosy is going to be the same one to say you out, man. You can come on out and I am authenticating that you are clean. Yet the news spread about him all the more. So that the crowd of people came to hear him and to be healed of their sicknesses. I am glad we're in a place where we still have the Lord Jesus Christ who's able to do everything that needs to be done. Church is a place where we can bring our fears, our failures, and all the things that have happened in our life and bring them to the foot of the cross so that the Lord can make us clean. Now, This man, once he's clean, he can go back and start functioning. He can go back with his family. He can go back where his vocation or his work, and he can start being productive. He can start functioning. He can start making a living. He can start being engaging. He can start reconnecting. He can be a blessing to his family and a blessing to his community. God wants every one of us to be engaged and effective and connected and be a blessing. And we can't do that with all this stuff going on on the inside of us. We can make it day by day. We can make it. And if you're just making it, you're just pressing your way through and you just, your life is just going to work and coming home and going to work and coming home and trying to look like it's all together when you know it's not, it's time for a change. And the Lord Jesus is our change agent. He's Mr. Clean. First and foremost, he'll change your life if you never made a commitment to Christ. He is in the house for you to make a commitment to. Here's what I'm going to ask you to do. Will you make a commitment today and say, Lord, I want you to clean my life up? I had to do that. I said, Lord, I didn't call myself unclean, but if he's looking at me, he knew I was unclean. I came to him and said, Lord, I need you to change my life. I've done all I can to try to make it work. I'm I'm bringing it to you. See what you can do with this. 
That's the first thing he asked us to do. Lord, see what you can do with this. See what you can do with my life. I was looking good on the outside, but on the inside, I wasn't clean. That's what he came for. He came to save us and to give us a new life and give us a new direction. And I want you to see Jesus Christ today. Just look like this man was looking at him and say, Lord, if you're willing, you can make me clean. Would you bow your heads with me? If you're here today and you say, I want to make a decision for Jesus Christ. I'm ready for change in my life. I don't want to keep going down this same pathway I'm going. All you have to do is invite him into your heart and in your life. And he'll come into your life and he'll change the direction of your life. Let's do that now. Just pray with me, everybody. Say, Lord Jesus, I invite you to be the Lord of my life. If you are willing, you can save my soul. Give me a new direction. God, come in and be the director of my life. I give you the keys to my life. And I'm just following you, Lord. Fill me with your spirit. And I'll allow you to be the Lord of my life. Thank you, Lord, for making me clean. You've heard this message today. This is for everybody. You've heard this message. Jesus Christ is in the house. He's in town. I don't know what it is in your life that's holding you back. It doesn't matter what it is. Here's an opportunity to come forward and say, Lord, if you are willing, will you take my life, my pain, my hurt, my sickness, my fears, my past, all the things, Lord, that's affecting me right now, my unforgiveness, you can make me clean. It's not the time for us to embarrass anybody. It's the time for us to get things right. So I'm going to ask you to come right from where you are, no matter what's going on in your life. Just come right now. They're here to agree with you in faith. Come in faith believing. I'm here. I'm here to bring this to the Lord so I can move forward with this. Whatever it is, just come from right where you are. Come on, don't let the Lord have to point it out to you. Say, Lord, I know there are some things in my life I need to get right. There are some things in my life I need to get adjusted. I, I want to move past that. Don't let the enemy have you just sitting there thinking, I'm all right, I'm all right, I'm all right. Well, you might be all right. What does everybody else say when you come in there? They say, no, you got some issues. You got issues. I got issues. We got issues. We're going to bring them to the Lord today. Here's a good time to come. Right now, right from where you are. You may have sickness in your body. Jesus heals. You might have issues in your mind. Jesus heals. Somebody's coming. He's coming. He said, I'm, I'm coming right now. I want to get over this. I want to get past this. What is it you can't get past? What is it that you feel like you're an outcast? You're still, you're still in a different place. If you are in the audience, I want you to pray with us. Say, Lord, touch them right now. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's message as we have shared with you how this man who was infected with leprosy called out to Jesus Christ and said, if you are willing, you can make me clean. And Jesus said, I am willing. There are those of you who are listening to me right now. You don't have leprosy on the outside, but you need cleaning on the inside. There's hurts, there's habits, there's hang-ups that are in our lives. 
that are keeping us from being who God wants us to be and doing what God wants us to do. We feel separated. We feel lost. We feel that we are without hope. Jesus is willing to make you clean. All you have to do is ask him to come into your heart and to come into your life. He will make you clean. This is Jerry G. Martin, and I invite you to be my guest at The Light of the World. We meet every Sunday, even now in this pandemic, we're meeting at 16161 Old Humble Road. We are doing safety protocols and health protocols, social distancing, and we're wearing our masks, but we are meeting. Come and join us. Pastor Jackie is in a tremendous series. It's going to be a blessing to your life. And we want you to be there with us. We meet at 16161 Old Humble Road. You can call us for more information or if you have a prayer request at 281-964-1393. That's 281-964-1393. Join us online for our Sunday morning service at lowcf.org. Again, that's lowcf.org. Now may the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.